Meanwhile, with Professor Plum with the candlestick in the conservatory... I've seen Dave's basement, and Dave's basement is, is just one giant action figure display. So if, if one person is going to be interested, this is the guy. If one guy is going to have questions, this is the guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying so to looks- sell you, Dave. I'm trying to make this work. <laughs> everybody. Welcome to What's On Your Mind, a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. This is special edition number 67. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Joe Colton is on assignment at J1Con this weekend, so she's unable to join us for this last-minute endeavor. Uh, Carson Metaxas is on family leave. So we've, we've gone to the bench. We have pulled one of our favorite hosts back into active duty for today. Joining us from Toy World Order. It's Dave Draper. Hooray! Thank you, thank you for having me back. Hey, no worries, Dave. Uh, always happy to have you in the in the house. What you been up to? Well, I just had my heating and air conditioning completely replaced, so uh, sitting around not doing much or not spending any money. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No, that that's brutal. Yeah, apparently the heat exchange was going bad, and that led carbon monoxide flood the house. So it had to go. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you put it in those terms, it, it makes it sound very, like a very good thing. Well, I mean, sure, it was it was a wonderful expenditure of money that I wasn't planning on. <laughs> but you're not dead from carbon monoxide. Please. I'm not. I'm not dead, and the new system is whisper quiet. He said sardonically. But, you know. <laughs> Whisper quiet. It's like the, the the big fat guy in that Monty Python movie who eats the mint. That's Wafferthine. Wafferthine. Yeah. Come on, sir. He's Wafferthine. Wafferthine. <laughs> and finally, our guest of honor today. He's been on our show before going back a ways. I'd have to check the chart to, to really figure out when. But... He's been in and around and involved with our community for years and years and years. He is the founder and proprietor, and in some cases, even the guy wh- who, who uses the name of Rage and Spoon Productions. Mr. Paul Crickstein is with us today. Hello. <laughs> he is a loquacious individual, as you can obviously hear. Paul, how are you this going, afternoon? I'm doing good. I was going for my best Lionel Hutz. <laughs> Lionel Hutz, wow. I would think that's more of a Troy McClure kind of deal, you know. Uh, well, no, this this was more of the uh when he got caught starting the dumpster fire, burning evidence. Gotcha. I was I was thinking you may remember me from such films as Calling All Quakers. And the fastest dingo in the West. You know, stuff like that. Mm. Anyway. But uh, how are you this afternoon, Paul? I'm doing well. Sitting in my home, it's nice and 60 degrees outside for once instead of 100. 
Yeah, this is the time of year to be in Texas, isn't it? Yeah, you know, for the for for the one week. <laughs> that one week that you get to call fall. I luck out here in St. Louis. We we probably get three weeks. We are smack in the middle of that. Although on Halloween we had snow. Yeah. And then we we bounced back up from that. Dave, you had it worse. Oh yeah, well, I'm in I'm in the central Illinois, so it's like it, if you don't like the weather today, just you know wait till tomorrow. Like <laughs> it's give... 70 degrees. Oh no, it's snowing. Oh no, it's like 50. Oh no, the wind's blowing in. Or just give. Yeah, it... it's been all over the place. Yeah, we we got the snow too. We, the snow wasn't as bad, but we got the snow on Halloween. You're in Springfield, and and I was keeping touch with with Fred Meyer, who's further north in Peoria, and they had Peoria. even more snow. Yeah, but he's a weirdo. He likes that stuff. So, <laughs> look, I don't mind snow. I, I don't Ugh. like going out in snow because people in St. Louis, Missouri, can't maneuver in really any kind of precipitate. They go from bad driving to worse driving. So I'm I, beginning to think that's an all-over thing. That used to be the myth about like the South, and it still is pretty bad there, but like. I don't know that there's any place left where people don't lose their freaking minds the minute snow hits the ground. Probably Wisconsin and upstate Maybe. New York and Pittsburgh and places like that that are used to getting a ton of snow. Yeah. They're probably all right. But who'd want to move there in the wintertime? They probably know not to go out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just rely on the food in the bunker. Well, hitch up the dogs. There's a flake in the air. I'm sensing a chill, Ma. The rheumatism's kicking in. I think the winds are changing. <laughs> Damn this lumbago. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Curse you axial tilt of the earth. We have gathered up today on this random Saturday in fall to talk about Paul's Kickstarter campaign which snuck out a little bit under our radar. We got tied up with Bobby Vala, and then we, we, we got into Content Week and CoilCon and all that other good stuff, so we didn't really get a chance to, to give you adequate coverage when you launched. But on Kickstarter right now, you have the Complex Base Building System Series 2. That is correct, Mike. And that was launched 10 days ago, as of when we're recording this. It's November 2. You got a $50,000 goal. So far, we've hit about 30% on that. You're at $15,288, which is a, a pretty good jump out of the gate. We're into that middle part of the Kickstarter when nobody pledges anything, which is, I'm sure, a frustrating part for everybody who's ever run a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, it's frustrating. I think as part of no, a, lot of, a lot of people know about this campaign, so I think it won't be quite as stagnant. I think it'll still be a steady growth because... We're trying to get the word out more and more, and so it's not like everyone from day one knew about it. Absolutely. Got to get the, the antenna raised and the signal put out there, and that's hopefully what we can do for you today with our dozens and dozens of listeners. <laughs> and our people do send, tend to get out for Kickstarters, so the What's on Joe Mind push is a real thing. He's got no response. He's just suddenly realizing how bad of an idea this was. <laughs> oh, 
It's the worst, but I'm here. You can't, can't lose any pledges, presumably. I mean, probably. So, you know. Yeah, we're not going to do that kind of damage. Yeah, fingers crossed. Good, good to know. This time. Good to know. Hey, look, it's just dropped down to 10,000. Oh, damn. And we haven't even aired. No, this, is, this oh, isn't no. even live. I haven't even put out word that we're talking to you, and it's just like they can sense it. <laughs> Who are these hacks? Two-bit slime show. Anyhow, you launched the complex base building system, Series 1, last year. That I did. Series 1 was our foundations, like wall and a floor. And that, that nice floor can be used as a wall. Everything's the same dimensions. We just kind of released what we knew would be just kind of the foundation. And so from there forward, everything's going to be compatible with that. And before we get too far into this, while we're still kind of at the beginning here, if people want to see pictures of your product, what's the best place to go and see your complex stuff set up with, with figures in it and showing off what, what your, your stuff can do? So there's three places that's going to be the best. Our, so you don't want to scroll a lot. The We do have uh, go to complexbases.com. You can see our website, and it'll take you link not only where to buy, but it'll have pictures of different setups. Our Facebook page, our Raging Spoon Facebook page and Instagram page both have a lot of pictures. So you can just see everything kind of a, in a thumbnail on our Instagram page. So that might be the best if you're just wanting to see some pictures. Excellent. And that name is Raging Spoon. That's R-A-G-I-N-S-P-O-O-N. All one word, 10 letters, Raging Spoon. Yeah, I might have forgot how to spell that day, so... There's no G. Yeah, it's it's very contractual here. No, we're not not proper at all. This is not a stuck up kind of operation. And there too, if you see those pictures, you decide you you like what you see in in series one, you can buy those at smalljoes.com and Big Bad Toy Store. So oh. series one is available now. We'll make that just make that clear right here. But this is all about series two. Uh, this is all about getting funding to to make some neat stuff that will work in conjunction with series one so that you can build out your your bases and your layers and your displays with even more stuff and and really customize them and make them your own yep that's that's my goal so in the kickstarter we've got certain new pieces that were going to be available and uh, we've got it listed on your kickstarter page in front of us if you go to kickstarter.com and you search for complex base it's probably the, the easiest way to, when i pulled up complex any anything that that had the word complex in it just pulled up for us it was really a pain in the butt when i searched for complex base though complex base pulled you right up top of the search so i would say go to kickstarter pull up complex base or pull up or search for rage and spoon and if either one of those things will get you to the complex base building system series too the new items that are available in, in this Kickstarter, uh, we've got the robot arm, we've got concrete columns that convert into I-beams, we've got a laser weapon system, and the accessories pack. And I'll let you talk us through the accessories pack here, Paul. What's there? Inside the accessories pack, if you look down, you'll see some pictures of it below. But the, one of the big things you'll see in there is a security camera. There'll be at least three of those in the pack. You can see the contents list, what we had below. 
the pictures are of that. And so you'll have two ladders in there because that was one of the biggest things in series one that people wanted to know is how are we supposed to get up to the second floor since your, your base actually builds out floors and other stuff like that. So in the base foundation, we thought it important to make sure we include ladders since we can't do the stairs completely in that, which are later in the, un in the unlock section. But uh, there's some little three millimeter scopes in there that uh, they'll fit on the weapon system and as well on the walls, just to give it some extra detail if you want something different in those little three millimeter ports that are on the, on the, on the walls and the floors there. And there's two different types of lights inside that accessory pack. There's little spotlights and like a bar type light. And there's also figure stands inside of the accessory pack as well. The scale on this, most of your pictures I see, they involve Joe's and and four inch scale figures, one eighteenth scale figures. Is Correct. that is that the preferred size, or is this something that that kind of works with whatever you might have? We're trying to make it work with whatever you have in some degrees, like like the wall and the uh, the wall system doesn't really. That's more three and three quarters, but the floors are seamless. They will work with one twelfth and one sixtieth, and so we're trying to make parts as we go along, trying to make things that would scale along with both. Like for instance, on the weapon system, we created converter pegs for the weapons that will not only go fit on your his tanks and GI Joe weapons and stuff like that, but they'll convert down to transformers with a five millimeter peg and convert down to diaclone with a three millimeter. Wow. Even getting diaclone involved, huh? Well, they're the ones that spend the money, Mike. <laughs> It's a neat system. I, I kind of missed the initial release last year, mainly because I had a lot going on. So I'm like looking at it now, and there's like a lot of cool stuff. I mean, my problem is, as with every Kickstarter ever, all the really good stuff are on stretch goals. But there's, there's some really neat stuff here. I love the column. I love the way that, the, you know, you can pull off the concrete pieces and just see the I-beam if you want to go that route. That's a neat little system. Thanks. Me and my designer, John, uh, kept working with that, trying to figure out what we wanted to do with that. And so he came up with that system to be able to pull them all off. And in the prototypes there, you're not going to see much of the concrete texture because that's a finish that they put on at the end with the factory. Mm. So it's just kind of looks like a plain stucco wall or something like that right now. But it's uh, it'll have a concrete texture finished when it's all done. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so what we'll do here, let's roll down the pledge levels, and then we can get into the stretch goals. All right. So, a as is the standard on Kickstarters, you pledge $1 or more, you get a, a thank you, a hearty congratulations on pledging to this fine, fine excursion uh, from the site. Thank you for taking the time for looking at our campaign and donating to making some great accessories for our favorite toys. We'll have your email and keep you posted on future complex endeavors. So the $1 pledge gets you on an email list. Okay. Thank you for your dollar. Every dollar counts. Which brings us to our first real pledge, our first pledge where you get something in return, something tangible in return. And that is at $11 or more, you get an Alpha Class item. And the Alpha Class items are Accessory Set 1 and Columns. What's an Accessory Set 1? Paul. That was the accessory set that we just talked about okay. with the ladders and the security cameras, the bar light, the 
security lights and the scopes for the guns and all that stuff and the figure stands. Gotcha. And how we, we talked about the columns. How many of the columns would you get with an $11 pledge? There's two columns in a box. So two full columns in one box. Gotcha. Okay. And next step, we have the $15 pledge, which is a beta class item. And choose from one of the following beta class items currently available at this goal. We have a robot arm. We have the laser system. And we have the missile system provided it's unlocked. And we'll talk more about the missile system when we get into the stretch goals. But let's let's talk a little bit about the robot arm and the laser system. All right. The robot arm, it's we kind of made uh, that with three standard like links on it. But you can definitely remove uh, different pins in there and make a, the robot arm longer or shorter if you want to. It's got uh, a few different tips on the end of it for claws, clamps, and uh, the not power loader uh, accessory piece. And it's got a uh, little figure, like uh, one clamp that's supposed to be for like a flying figure stand. If the robot arm is released and clear, you'll so it kind of makes like a, for display purposes. So you'll have a flying figure, so you won't be able to see the robot arm as much. And it also fits on the back of the uh, the gun system or the laser weapon system or the missile weapon system. And there's a little five millimeter port that's on there. So it will plug into that. It'll also work on some of your transformers because it has a it, that one uses a five millimeter peg, and it's meant to slide down the connector rails or connect to any five millimeter port that may come up. And there's I think a converter piece as well that will make it to eight point one. All right, and then the laser system. And the laser system is what we, I think we ended up with like three different names, so we just ended calling the laser system. But that's that's the one that includes the uh, two laser guns and the two, I think we called it a gamer gun. And it's on a turret and a little stand. So that's the one you see uh, with different arrangements on it. You get two guns, two laser guns, and then like the motorized like turret system. All right. And then another option for a $15 pledge is the world popular Rage and Spoon t-shirt. Yes, I've, I've sold out so many places I go. <clears throat> please, please take a Rage and Spoon t-shirt. Paul's out of space. <laughs> Taking a shirt from the vaulted Paul Kirkstein collection. Isn't that like a Kickstarter rule that you always have to have a t-shirt? Like every every Kickstarter thing always has a T-shirt. Like I, I believe so. I haven't seen one without it, so I felt obligated to include it. Yeah, it's in the terms and conditions. It's like do you have a T-shirt, and if you don't check the box, you're not allowed to to put your your Kickstarter up. <laughs> yeah, I'm bitter about selling T-shirts, so I'm not going to say anything about having to sell T-shirts. Going to leave that alone move on to the next pledge if we're looking at $18 or more that qualifies you for a gamma class item and that is from this list of mostly unlockable stretch goals it's the missile system with gray or red missiles which are kickstarter exclusives the, the gray and the red missiles so it's going to be like the missile system with, the, with all that and I believe I'm, 
what we're trying to do is also include in that is the some of the weapons as well as they kind of share a similar tool uh, similar tooling on that so uh, but they're more expensive because it's not one of the higher production runs so they charge you more money to do it so <laughs> bastards i know it's right. like oh you only want 500 or a thousand of these uh, that's twice the price and you can see the list of gamma class items if you go to the page and check that out. Those are all stretch goals, so we'll talk more about them as they come up. Uh, we won't worry about them here. We move up to $29 or more. That gets you three alpha class items, which is a, a decent savings. If we're looking at one alpha class item, gets you for $11. Three of them for 29 save you 4 bucks, and that's well over 10%. Uh, $39 or more will get three beta class items. Similar savings there. That's the robot arm, laser weapons, or the missile systems, provided we unlock the missile systems. Gets us to the $45 pledge. That is the base foundation goal-funded package. And the description here, we did it! <laughs> Sound effects optional. Pledge level is one of each of the foundational goals. And that gets one of the following list, one of each of the following list. One alpha class accessory set. One package of columns, two columns. One beta class weapon system from, or, or rather, I'm sorry, one beta class laser weapon system. And one beta class robot arm in the gunmetal color. So that is the like the base package. If you just want to get in and, and get the basic, the minimum, if you want to get one of everything, this is the set you get, correct? That is correct. So that's a, everything in the unlocked section and one of each. So everything before this works as kind of add-on goals, things like that, if you, if you just want to get something extra. A little bit more than that, we have the $48 pledge, uh, which is five alpha class items. And that's, again, that accessory set one that we spoke of earlier and package of two columns so it'd be ten total columns uh, $51 is three gamma class items which we'll talk about soon $63 is five beta class items and that's a lot of robot arms yeah, or, or laser weapon systems or laser weapon systems yes. I could say like a factory kind of thing you know if you're doing like a terminator setup they're in the factory at the end I can see the robot arms Oh yeah. Oh, that wasn't yeah. a criticism by any means. It just that's. Oh, it was. I heard your tone. <laughs> so bitter against my my robot arms, Mike. I know. Why do you hate robot arms so much? Doc Ock is my arch nemesis. I I even plugged him in the Starscream's wings for no reason. Spider Man gets all the pub, man. But me and Doc Ock, we've had some fights too. Eighty-one dollars or more gets you five of the Gamma class items. $103 is our next big line. That is the foundation goal plus the Series 1 package. Pledging at this level will get you everything listed below, and we'll get to the list in a second. Includes two floor and wall sets from Series 1. The Series 1 items will ship with Series 2. So, there you go. If you don't have anything, if you if you didn't know about Complex until today, this is a good good pledge for you to look at because it gets you in at all the stuff you missed at the ground floor 
and then all the neat stuff that we're piling on top of it here with Series 2. And this pledge goal includes one Alpha Class accessory set, one package of columns, a laser weapon system, a robot arm system in gunmetal, two of the wall packs, and two of the floor packs, uh, which each one includes two floor panels or, or one floor panel per pack? Correct. Each uh, floor panel includes two floor panels in it, and so that gives you four total. Gotcha. All right. Excellent. Again, it's a good one to start out if, you're, if you've missed since, uh, since the debut of Complex last year. You want to get in. But, Paul, I'm missing all the stuff from Series 1. Paul's got you covered. Paul is not listening to your crap. This is your pledge level right here. You get to $165, and this is the all-in for Series 2. The listing on the page is, this is it. The entire Complex Series 2 facility. This pledge level provides one of each item whose goal tiers are unlocked. This pledge level gets better and better as goals are unlocked, so let's get the entire Complex Series 2 catalog funded. And that's a, a great thought there. Certainly, the more you, the more you give, the better your all-in pledge is going to be. So that includes an accessory set one, package of columns, a beta class laser weapon system, a beta class robot arm system in gunmetal, the beta class missile system, if it's unlocked, stairs and rails from gamma class, uh, robot arm system in yellow, accessory set two, all kinds of catwalks and stuff to put on your, your second level, the clear robot arm system, the modular wall system, space walls, and the Kickstarter exclusive gray and <clears throat> no, no longer called space walls. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking that. Uh, on the actual uh, listing of the items, it's called the unnamed walls. I didn't realize someone else had that name, so uh, they messaged us and was like, "Oh, we have that name copyrighted." So I was like, "Okay," but I couldn't. Kickstarter won't let you go back and change the names and the thing once it's launched, so you can only change it like on the front page. Gotcha. I'm intrigued at what a copyright for space walls might be. Yeah. Hey, Google it. I'm sure you'll find it. Anyhow. They're not on our show today, so I don't care that much. <laughs> hi At the $333 pledge level, this is more of our man Paul having you covered. This is all in Series 2 plus Series 1. Uh, basically, the entire Series 2 stuff that we just listed off. Set also includes seven wall and five floor sets from Series 1. So not only do you get all the neat stuff that we're dealing with in this Kickstarter, you get enough base pieces to make yourself a big old base to put it in. And that's that's a lot of stuff for three hundred and thirty three dollars, man. Oh, we try. <laughs> Just pack it in there. Just take a big box and throw it on the shipping line and whatever fits gets shipped. Well, I was only I was gonna include less, but I was like, that's a lot of stuff to try to cram on like two floor panels. <laughs> you just need it for all your crap, man. It'll look more like our toy rooms with just like everything thrown in it. For real, it's it's like my entire apartment. That moves us up to three hundred and thirty-six dollars, which gets us two of these special edition packages, two of each of the following groups, which is uh, beta class items times three, so that would be six total 
beta class items. Alpha class item times five, which is ten total alpha class items. And gamma class items times five, which is ten total gamma class items. So lots and lots of stuff. If you've already taken the initiative and built yourself a big old base when season one, season one, when series one <laughs> debuted last year. <laughs> we get to $490 pledge level. Uh, that is the all in every series two offering times three. So there you go. It's the same thing as, as the all in only multiply it by three and they're not space walls. They're unnamed walls. You know, a little update on that. I, I, while you were reading, I checked out, uh, I, I Googled it, and apparently it's, it's the same as unnamed walls, just for filthy six-inch figures. So. You. Yeah, I know, right? You. Wait, I can't, I can't I, say you. They used to have no, three and quarter, but uh, I think they had to stop for some reason. Who knows? Because uh, we live in the worst of all possible realities. <laughs> then we get to uh, $655. And that is all in for three times Series 2 plus Series 1. So it's the three times there plus the big old base pack from before with seven wall packs and five floor packs, in which each which includes two floor panels. So you need a That's a lot of walls. Yes, sir. That's that is a, a base, and that is you are building a base. You are. Yep. We, we should call that like the Moonraker package or something because that's like an entire <laughs> – it's like an entire moon's worth of stuff. Three times the alpha class accessory sets, three times the columns, three times the beta class laser weapon system, three times the robot arms and gunmetal, three times the missile systems, three times stairs and rails, three times robot arms, three times accessory set two, all kinds of catwalks, three times the clear robot arms, three times the modular walls, three times the unnamed walls. Uh, three times the Kickstarter exclusive missiles and the big old yeah, it's just a monstrous amount of stuff. Defend yourself, Paul. Um, monstrous. <laughs> what am I supposed to say in this situation? I have no idea. I just <laughs> left you on a ledge. No idea. Well, it is limited. It is limited to thirty, and one's already taken. So. Yep, I had to, to limit that because series one, uh, smalljoes.com was gracious enough to, uh, to lend me some to help out with that since series one is mostly I just it, he's mostly the proprietor of series one now so sold all of my most of my stock to him all so right. I'll need to do a, a rerun later but so but he was gracious enough to help us out with the Kickstarter so only 29 Moonraker bases remain yeah that's what you're trying to tell us that's correct all right you want to build a giant-ass Moonraker base, you get on the Complex Series 2 now, and you pledge. So let's move on to the, the stretch goals. As we said at the beginning of the broadcast, $50,000 is your base goal. That is to get funded, the $50,000 level. Uh, the first stretch goal shows up at $58,000, and that is the missile turret. And the missile turret looks similar to the laser turret. It just has missiles. Yep. And each one of those missiles, if you 
Uh, there's they've come out the back a little bit, so they're actually playable. You can flick them, and they'll shoot across the room. Oh, nice. Neat. No spring-loaded stuff here. No spring-loaded. This is all thumping power. That's right. The way missiles were intended to be played with. So if you got enough thumping power, shoot your eye out, kid. That's right. The guaranteed eye losings are for the spring-loaded things. This is this is an adult collectible. This is where loss of eyes is optional. Next stretch goal is at $64,000. <laughs> and that is the robot arm in construction yellow. Yep. Again, it has the not power loader accessory and all the accessories you'll see from the first one. It's just a robot arm now in yellow. That's right. Instead of uh, being something on the defense line, it's something to provide maintenance to your armada of his tanks. Yep. Or, you know, maybe later put it on a mech or something. I, I don't know. There you go. I have plans. <laughs> But on the advice of your lawyers, you, you swear you have never heard of a film called Aliens or a machine called a power loader. I've, I've never left my house. Yeah, yeah. I believe that, actually. I can see how that would be your legal defense. Anyhow. No, I think they paint them, I think they paint them bright colors in factories so that people don't like wander into them, get start the revolution early. So There you go. Yeah. You are, my- I, I do defer to you on all revolution-type stuff dave that's that's sad when i look for people (laughs) you are so hosed i i was just going more for osha compliance but you know yeah well i mean you know that's what they that's what they call it but yeah speaking of osha compliant oh nice segue that brings us to our next stretch goal at seventy three thousand dollars and and probably the the, the most interesting of the early stretch goals is stairs and rails. So you got, yep. you got stairs to solve that pesky second level problem. They're too lazy for a ladder. You got stairs. And because you care and you want your evil lair to be OSHA compliant, removable handrails. That is correct, Mike. And as well, so you see it's there's one on each side of it. The the handrails are removable, so you can butt it up right against the wall on one side. Or both handrails are kind of, if you put it in the middle situation, but either side's removable, so, it's butt, so you can butt it up against the wall better. Nice. Good thinking there. That's cool. That's cool how everything is, like, super modular. That's... That's our goal. We want everything to kind of interact with one another. And so when we uh, go through with my designer, we just talk through it and we try to figure out, hey, how will this work with this piece? How is this going to work with you have two floors? And so we're really wanting to make this. I mean, there's probably several ways we haven't even thought about that you can use these these pieces. So we're, we're trying to make it as flexible as possible so you so you can make the base however you want to. Yeah, that's cool. Then we get into $83,000 for a stretch goal. Gets us to accessory set two. Now, this one's really cool. Like, yeah. this this one caught my eye. It's neat. Yes. So, Paul, why don't you take us through what's included in accessory set two? We've, ta- we've mentioned it in all these, these pledge levels. 
but now we're getting into the meat of what's actually in that accessory set. So this one is a really versatile accessory set, except for the door. It's only going one place. And the wall, when you take out those two panels, it goes in that slot so you have an actual functional working door. There's only one of those in the pack. But we did include two of the computer systems in the pack. I think you get one of the, the large computer monitor that would fit in the upper removable panel in the wall. But you, you can have the keyboard, as you can kind of see in the diagram there for the accessory set too. It kind of it plugs into that computer one size. It doesn't have different heights and stuff for different figures, but it's pretty standard height for three and three quarter figures. There will be two of these keyboards in each pack. And so you'll be able to uh, not only plug it into the one of the monitors there, but you'll have one to be able to plug into that stand. And uh, there's a removable tablet. I still call it a PDA because I, I refuse to um, learn new names, I guess. I don't know. You're set in your ways. That's okay. That's right. Because I had a PDA in 2000 and tablets, the same thing, just bigger. The has removable monitors. You can put up to four monitors on there. I don't. I don't know why, but it's possible. Hey, why not? Well, yeah. Have you ever seen like the, the one that comes to mind right now is Arrow? But I know like with Iron Man, like all these superhero ones, like the the computer nerd has like the setup with like the five monitors, and it's neat. Like I, I, I really dig it. I like, think I that's an Iron Man display or a Star Trek display or you know. And that, that's why I included it because I'm like it looks cool, but I'm like I don't know why you need like two facing forward, two facing back, and then like a third. Ta I, I wanted the tablet insert for the um, so you gotta kind of remove it so it looks like your your guys are walking around the base like doing updates and they can, they can plug it into a computer and do because they don't have Wi-Fi, they have to actually manually plug this thing back in to get updates. <laughs> Oh, it's 1980s science fiction technology. Wonderful. It's the future. Everything's got to be plugged in, and there's no such thing as Wi-Fi. Hey, we, haven't invented, we haven't invented cell phones yet. Sometimes you don't want stuff going to the cloud. It's okay. But, uh, but, hey, you know, if, you're an evil, if you're an evil organization like Cobra, you wouldn't really want everything going to the cloud, now would you? There you go. There you go. But, Look at you, Mr. I was making fun. Oh. The, I so the there is a picture that he has like a a guy holding the the tablet there and controlling the robot arm because I guess that that has Wi-Fi but in order to update that you just gotta plug it back into the keyboard. Well, I don't think anyone's holding you to the lore of this Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Or, or specifically this this podcast. I, I think everyone's gonna do their own thing. That's right. I, because I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm just making stuff up as I go here. So the lore's got to be all over the place. Sounds good, Always man. The best stuff. Making stuff up as you go uh, along. That's. It sounds like you've been a host of this show for years. Uh, a I've been on a few times. I've picked up a few things. <laughs> that same piece that we'll plug into the keyboard, you can also plug in the three millimeter pegs on the wall. So you can hang the monitors up on the wall as well. So there's a lot of versatile stuff with this accessory set that you can do. And as well, that stand that holds the computer, like the little turret piece, will also uh, fit a weapon. You can put like the missile system or something on top of that too. 
Nice. So yeah, accessory set two is is really neat. And and if you, when we get this funded, this is the stretch goal that, man, this is the one to push for. I, I really like if you're gonna if nothing else. Pledge this one heavy and get to accessory set two with all the computer stuff, because that way your GI Joes will have enough screens to get their work done, and still have a screen left to play Galaga. Yep, and even, you know, something else, you know, because there's there's like more than two screens. That's right. I was just assuming that they had enough work to fill up all their other ones, and still one left over. But anyway, yeah, I, I, no. I understood that reference. Which is the double reference. Yeah, but no, like this is a like I, I will say if, if this was sold by itself, I would buy it. Like it is it is super cool. See, Paul, there you go. That's some some Speaking consumer as the, feedback as the consumer guy on the show. Like this is a thing I would buy by itself. Excellent. I don't know what you do with all the extra doors that would go to nowhere. There's always, but... there's always use for doors. Don't you don't you worry your pretty little head about that. Oh, I I won't. They just open to the yawning chasm of hell. Just make my own little carter set of doors. The magic box of doors. Dave's in for the moving movie. on. At, at, at one hundred and eleven thousand. No, 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 no. We're we're missing one there at ninety seven thousand. Oh, at ninety seven. Yes, you're right. We have yep. the catwalk. So your three and three quarter inch action figures can be too sexy for their base. Too sexy for their base. Base is going now, This to is leave. definitely a G.I. Joe thing and not a Star Wars thing. Because as everyone knows, there are no safety railings in the Star Wars universe. So, well, Maybe in the Force Unleashed, <coughs> that handrail may look like. I don't, I don't know. Was the, was the Death Star ever 100% complete, though? Maybe that last... Was the first one was okay? Maybe because I was thinking maybe that last percent is the OSHA compliance. Maybe that. I, <laughs> no. No. All right. And they were cut. They were cutting costs. I defer to your superior Star Wars knowledge. So. They've done this story I think three times in the comic where they do like, hey, we should put handrails up. Nah, who cares? <laughs> I trust. I, I I think the Emperor actually says to Vader, look, there are no handrails here. I need you to watch my back so no one pushes me in. And Vader's like, okay. And I'm not even making that up. That someone, a professional writer, has done that joke. Fantastic. Star Wars is forty some odd years old. Every joke, every permutation has been done, especially about the original film. Mm. But all I'm saying is there are no handrails. That's very un-Star Wars. And if they were in Force Awakens, that's another knock against that film. Not the, not that one. It was uh, Unleashed or something. It was a video game. Oh, well, that's even less canonical. So how do the catwalk pieces attach to Super <laughs> Moonraker base? Tell it, give us give us some, some insight here. All right, so as you, if you have Series 1, you'll notice you have all different kinds of connectors that uh, go different directions, depending on what you, however you build your base up. And these, and are, so on, this, these are on the walls? Uh, they're not on the walls. They're the spacers in between the walls. Gotcha. So... You have those uh, the spacers that have different rails, and that's how all the the base connects to one another. So that's how every wall, every floor, everything kind of that's kind of built it out differently. And these different little connectors hold everything together. They're the glue of the base. And so these 
catwalks will slide in between your uh, your levels and on those rails. The first one that's being unlocked is the full length of the wall or floor, and so and the third of the width. Okay. And so you can stack three of them together and make a full wall if you want to. We made a couple of like little I beam connectors, like the they just take out the spacer, and so they just stack right on top of one another. Nice. You can also kind of make a column out of it as well if you want to. You can turn it right side up, vertical, uh, and then kind of make like a one-third wall if you want to. The handrails are completely removable, so if you're you know stickler about that for, for Star Wars, you can just take the handrails completely off. Fair enough. See, you, you have made this, like, you have thought this through and made it very customizable. I'm very yep. impressed. So that, that's the goal. Whatever you want to do, I'll try to accommodate. Unless when, it's just absurd. When we get done here, Dave is going to start building his little personal smelting fire to throw all the guardrails in after he orders his stuff. I mean, maybe we can figure out something else to do with them. I mean, I made a little pull-up bar with the handrails. Like on using go. some of the pieces from the ladder. You guys, so, how, how do your Joes feel about physical fitness, Dave? I was going to say I could like go to Marauders and put together a uh, Vasquez. So we could do that. Hey, Vasquez, you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? Because she was doing pull-ups during that scene. Yes. <laughs> well done, by the way. Well done. At 111,000, uh, then we get to the Dave Draper stretch goal here that is the short catwalk so just like the long catwalk only shorter that's not david draper bang you well you're not even there yet you just tried to skip to it so that was that's how you got the name on it okay i didn't try to skip to it i got confused with all the catwalks the maze the labyrinth of catwalks so you'll see in uh the, the short catwalk as well as the long one i didn't put that feature in there but there's this little the panels underneath, you can remove them, and so it kind of creates a um, little square box on the inside that you'll see. And the goal is later to have like little uh, accessories that we can plug into there. You'll see like a little tiny little divot holes and stuff in there. We want to like be able to plug in some Cat5 cables, uh, pipes, or something else, so it, so it looks like the panels removable and someone somebody's working in that section or something like that for but we we couldn't squeeze all that in for series two that's excellent though that's neat yeah it's it is awesome all all kidding and joking aside i know it's it's been mike makes stupid jokes episode here but the amount of forethought that you've put into this is is really astounding like even even going back to last year with the launch last year it was very easy to see that you had big plans for this line and you expected it to go somewhere and you just want to keep adding to it, adding to it, adding to it, adding to it. And that's not something you get very often in Kickstarter project. Usually it's just, Hey, help us do this. And then we're out until three years later when we're back on Kickstarter with something completely different. That That's yep. not your play here. Not at all. I, I have things planned out to that would probably go through six series or more, but um, I've got lots of things I want to do, but I'm going to have to make some short stops and because I'd like cause to include 
some accessories for the the six inch collector or the one twelfth, and maybe a few more for the one sixtieth. I've got uh, some plans for some castle walls and uh, stuff like that. Too. So, because I, I have a ton of the fantasy figures from Boss Fight, and so yeah. they need a castle. You have anything that will accommodate Dave Draper's extensive Cadillacs and dinosaurs collection? Um, you know what? That sounds about as plausible to plug into anything I have right now. So, Cadillacs can go in the base, the dinosaurs can attack it. You know, same universe, man. See, Dave? For the record, Paul, I have all those fantasy figures, too. And I would love, like, a, a castle-type diorama. The castle wall I have planned out in my, uh, that I've given to the designer to kind of work on, you're only going to need one wall, for the most part, to be able to make a castle. The wall from Series 1, where you kind of take out some pieces and there's a doorway, but I want to make it a little more flush so it's flat, like, so you're just kind of, like, removing some of the stone and you can make a square turret out of it. I kind of have it all mapped out in my head how I want it to work. So you're only really having to buy one wall, except you're not going to be able to build a drawbridge or anything like that with that piece. But for the most part, you can just make a pretty big castle just with the, and so I'm not having to make tons of different pieces for it. Okay. You heard it here first. Complex Series 3, drawbridge. Oh, no, that'd be like four, Mike. It's a okay. no drawbridge. Right. You just you can just you just walk into that thing. Going <laughs> <laughs> back to the short catwalk, back on the <laughs> back there. That one was made so you can go around corners. The catwalk is one third of the width, and so if if it's going into a corner, you, this one is two thirds of the length and still one third of the width as well. So it'll go up to the next corner, or You'll be able to go around the corner. It, this one's made so to go on outside corners, inside corners. That's why you need the short catwalk. So you can, if your base has different directions it's going and you want to go all the way around the room, go around the corner, that's what this is used for. Nicely done. I wouldn't have caught that. I wouldn't have thought to do that. But nicely done. Nicely done. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, that one took me a little bit to figure out just what how I wanted to do it. Lots of uh, pencil drawings because I, I can't play on the computer at work. And uh, so everything is done in a sketch pad. Like if I'm in a meeting or something, it's all, all done in a sketch pad. <laughs> hey, that's it. whatever's easiest for you, man. When I am putting notes together to organize this show, I have all kinds of programs that I've put on my phone to help with that. But when it comes down to it, I have a notepad and a ballpoint pen. I feel you. We are relics of a bygone era. True. <laughs> Dragging us up to our next stretch goal at $122,000. <laughs> it's the clear robot arm. I mean, not much to say about this one. It was just meant to be more of a figure stand type deal. So if you have all your three and three quarter X-Men or something and you want to show them flying around without having an obtrusive robot arm like in the middle of it, this is what this is more intended for, so. Or perhaps even some medical type facility where everything's made out of plastic. You know what? I hadn't thought about that. That's what I was thinking of, Mike, when I said this was for the medical facility. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Iron Man 4, the ghost of dummy. 
<laughs> That's what I like about some of the stuff that the other people think of uses for it that I didn't. <laughs> just whatever whatever it is they throw at you, just you have to keep in mind the line. Yeah, that's exactly what we were thinking. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You read my mind. Like the, what was it, season one of Adventure Brothers. Uh, what are your plans for this uh, walking eye? And he had, you know, Brock and all them, like, name stuff. Like, yep, standard walking eye, Dean. It does reconnaissances. Anyway. <laughs> there we go up to 134,000. And we have the modular wall. Yep, so this is very similar to the catwalk. Basically, like three little mini catwalks, because it's, like I said, I was telling you, the catwalk, you can put three together, and it will make a solid wall, and that's what this will do. And so that's going to be a concrete texture finish on that as well, so it's not going to be that kind of that plain gray uh, that it looks now. But like I said earlier, for the concrete texture, that's the, that's the last step in the tooling process. And you kind of make your own selection of different templates and stuff that they have for, and they kind of it's like a stamp on type thing. It's kind of, it sounds neat. I want to watch how they do it, but maybe. <laughs> do they let you that close to the product during uh, construction? I don't know. I didn't go to the factory for the first one. So maybe in the second one, we'll, we'll find out. You haven't quite gotten up to that mogul status yet? Yeah, or I just have lots of disposable funds to go gallivanting around the country. Send an entire factory scrambling into action. Mr. Kirkstein's on the premises. <laughs> uh, in the center of this one, you see windows. So those, like I said, like the panels underneath the catwalk are removable. They're the same size as those windowed units. So you'll be able, if you don't want a window in your modular wall, you can put one of the concrete textures to cover them up. You can put a, there's a computer module that you can do to plug in there instead of a window, as well as the other side of the catwalk pieces. Nice. So one of the other things that we were thinking about as well I don't know how feasible it would be, but I'd like to be able to do three windowed units. So if you, because you can stand the the window by itself, you turn that vertical, it kind of gives it a more of a laboratory feel. So if you stack three of them side by side, kind of makes it look like you're looking into like a little science bay or something like that. I'm blown away by all the bases that you've covered with this. That's why it's uh, easier to come on a podcast and talk about it than pictures. Cause like, I have there's so many things that these these uh, bases can do or interchange with one another. But if you're just looking at the pictures, it's you're not you're only getting like a quarter of the of the full spectrum of what it can do. So you said it's just like the catwalk. So you will also personally vouch for this this piece being too sexy for your base. Yep. Okay. All right. So sexy it hurts. At $149,000, we have the not-named, formerly, Space Wall. And that is correct. So formerly named, because it does look straight out of Star Wars. I, I, I don't know this star 
film that you're talking about. Uh, on the advice on the advice of our lawyers, we swear we have never heard of an extremely successful movie series called Star Wars. You can put the tag inspired by a movie whose title conjures reminiscences of space battles. He does that. He does that in the actual description. There you go. Sometimes you have wars of action among the of, of action figures among the stars. He, he beat you to it, Mike. Yeah. See, he's always thinking ahead. Well, the mad genius, Paul Kirkstein. No one's really going to find my name because you mispronounced it the whole time. So sure. <laughs> That, look, that's the only way I've ever heard it pronounced. So I'm I'm sticking with it at this point. Oh, I don't I don't care. I hope you're used I've to it heard... because I will never be able to change it after knowing you for eight years now, nine years. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I think about 2014 or so was when like we were more formally introduced. Yeah, it's 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 been a bit. It's like Dave Draper's name is not actually Draper. It's just how it, he was introduced to me back in the day. So I've, 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 I'm in a, unable to change. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm bad with names. Great with faces. And I'm great with remembering conversations and oddball details and things like that. Terrible with names. So once I figure out what somebody's name is, I, I have a tough time changing it in my head. And frankly, after being introduced to you by your various Facebook personae, it took a long time just to get you back to Paul. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at this point, I'm, you've used up all your name changes. You're, you're like the, the sign-in on all the cheap-ass you know, smartphone games that I, I while away my hours playing. They let you change your name once, and then you're done. Hope you like that first name that you changed to, because you're done after that. You, sir. All right. Paul Kirkstein. That's it. Fair enough. That's all you get. How, so, is, it, how is it actually pronounced? Uh, Kirstein. Oh, so it's not even that bad. I was thinking I was just way off, but it's just the Steen Stein thing. Okay. I feel and the, like... you got like a little like in there like. Sure, but I don't want to get all sinusy into the. I just replaced my, my microphone filter thing that fuzzy top thing i don't feel like spitting it all up on the first time out all right <laughs> we'll go more into the description of this uh this not named wall on the inside of that there's removable panels to hide blasters to hide uh like long rifles and then uh so you if you want to hide your spice or your weapons or Snacks, whatever you want to put in there. Ooh, snacks. Yeah. You can, I don't know what space snacks look like, but, you know, you can hide them in there. Mm. They look like regular snacks, but blue. Okay. Ooh. We should make some blue protein bars to hide in there. I'm intrigued. Also, in the middle, there's a, like a kind of opaque inserts. One that's like kind of opaque white and one that, that's red. So you can change the uh, the color of the of the center, and you can completely remove them if you want to. So if you just want just to be able to see through to the other side, but that's an option. And one of the things that you're seeing in these packages as well that we hadn't talked about yet was we have different varying arrays of of manners to which you can those connectors they kind of create like a hole in the floor 
we created different ways to be able to plug those up so you're not having holes in your floors anymore. That's cool. Nice. So basically you're saying that this breaks up into three pieces similar to the catwalk. Uh, this one does not. This one's just one solid piece. Oh, okay. All right. Using the the connecting rails, like the spacers in between the walls. Uh, and as you can tell, there's like a little four-piece prong on the end that's in place because you can't slide the connector through if you have like four sides all using a connector. So you have to have that so the connectors can be able to slide through. But we've created like little pluses you can plug in the end of those. Uh, there's a little plus with kind of like a little box on the end so you can plug up the gap created by four different connectors coming together or not really coming together, just adjacent to one another. And then there's also just a little box that you can plug in just as a little cap piece if you want to instead of doing that. Nice. I, I'm thoroughly impressed, although I am slightly disappointed that I'm not able to throw in more terrible right said Fred humor. Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to say, yeah, you stepped on his right said Fred three-peat. Mm. Talk on it. We'll have to, I'll have to throw something back in there in editing, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm kind of sad that this is the, the farthest down stretch goal because, as I'm sure you know, Hasbro has been big poop heads about doing another Death Star. They can do a ginormous frozen castle, but we can't even get the, the little sketchy Death Star place that we got in 1979. So this would go over big, I think, with a lot of Star Wars guys for some reason, you know, because it, it sort of kind of vaguely looks like a playset that never got made that they would really like to use or to have. It's the piece that kind of doesn't look like any of the everything else. Yeah. And so yeah. I really want to get this produced, but so it's just a matter of timing. So whether it gets produced now, which is what I'm shooting for, or if I have to plug it in somewhere else down the line, I will. Doesn't mean I've already spent hours and hours and hours producing this uh like getting it drawn up prototypes made so i don't want to waste all that yeah and i want it for uh my three and three quarter figures that are not in space all joking aside again this is really a must if you're a serious 118th scale collector just in some way shape or form this is going to work with what you collect whether that's star wars whether it's gi joe whether it's marvel legends You've said the, the pegs even work out that, that you can use some of this stuff with Transformers, uh, which are decidedly not 118th scale, but hey, whatever. Uh, but uh, the new series they've been going for, a lot of the figures are less than six inches tall, so they they fit in nicely with the floors. And uh, and even to, a, to an extent, even the, the wall itself, because who knows how large their computer bays are. Like the little smaller details, like the keyboard might be off, but your shooter monitors for their stuff, you don't really have a reference for. Mm. So you've got all kinds of flexibility. It's not a matter of, of being a bad product. Obviously, Section or Series 1 got off the ground with without any Kickstarter. It's been pretty successful for you to this point. Oh, look, hey, just in the hour we've done this, you've gone up to 15,303. Oh, awesome. Hey. So, what, this podcast hundred. is helping. That's right. Right, <laughs> That hundred bucks is us, man. It probably more 
More like 50, but whatever. We're taking credit all the same. It's already gone up a few thousand since yesterday, so that's pretty good. So head to kickstarter.com. Get yourself centered on the Complex Base Systems Series 2. Make your pledge. Check out all the charts and diagrams, and you've done a great job of showing your schematics. Like, people know exactly what they're getting when they order. And then some of those, I think, like the accessory set, too, uh, there needs to be an update. Like, I think it only shows one keyboard, and but I've, I've had the factory got a quote, and that's why it moved into the gamma class instead of the alpha class uh, or the beta class, because I've included more keyboards in it. So there's two, I think, two keyboards and stuff like that instead of just the one keyboard. I think the whole ensemble, like, uh, so you can have two stand stand up keyboards. I think and is included in that set. I just need to update the graphic. So not just a Galaga game, a Galaga tournament. Correct. Excellent. As collectors, that's really all we can hope for: Galaga tournaments. Uh, but you've got options. You, you know, you buy the laser turret. You could outfit it in one of two different ways. It doesn't. Everybody doesn't have to have the same looking stuff. An amazing job, man. I, I have to to give you kudos and and take my hat off. This is is really, really great. Thanks, Mike. One thing I didn't mention earlier too. So the laser gun will actually plug into the missile system. And you can plug in two of the missile pods side by side. So if you have four missile pods, you can fit all of those on that gun turret if you wanted to. And then put a gun on top of those. Because there's little 8.1 millimeter pegs all around the little missile pod. All right. So you're, you're even giving us the means to create the ultimate death machine. Correct. Awesome. Ah, how much can you ask for? The answer is nothing. Nothing. You can't ask for anything more. The Complex System Series 2 has everything. Everything. Except your pledge. So, Paul, Correct. what last word can you throw on this to get these people to separate themselves from their money? The only thing that came to mind was the uh, begging like Gil on The Simpsons. Ah, please help me out. There was one question that I had, and as I mentioned, I think either before we started or like shortly after we started, like you answer it in, your, in the campaign description, which is that a lot of people who have backed Kickstarters in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of issues with the factories over there. And you mentioned that the factory that you use has a good reputation. It's worked with a lot of toy guys. So if you're backing this campaign, you don't really have to worry about, like, or hopefully you don't have to worry about it. I don't think you have to worry about, like, a year or two getting an email. Oh, well, the factory manager is a madman who's all our molds for ransom which has come up in like three or four other Kickstarters that, that I've backed. So you can back this knowing that this is a, a people that they've worked with, that they can trust, that you'll, you will get your item. Am I wrong? Correct. And that's, okay. and that's one of the reasons I moved to this factory. My, my old factory, I had to actually move to, this, uh, to a newer factory because of what you just said. But it didn't happen on my timeline, which was great. So in Series 1, like probably about two months, two or three months after I got my stuff shipped, that factory was not paying the, the people that I was working with, and that they ended up shutting down. And so I had to end up moving factories, and this new factory went and picked up my tools from the old place and uh, was really helpful and 
So we didn't lose anything, and uh, this new this new factory produced lots of toys. It's not a shady place like the last place that I didn't know was shady. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people didn't know it was shady. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's tough to figure that out from thousands of miles away. Yeah, that's that's the, the real deadly part about doing this whole sort of endeavor is the most critical part of your whole process is in another country that's not America, and I think a lot of people don't really understand what they're dealing with until they get over there. How, how tricky and delicate it is to maneuver those waters. As that's why I'm happy to pay a little bit more per product than I did in Series 1 because I know that I'm not working with some place that's folded up in three months. And if we build this thing out to where it's a, a big enough deal, by the time Series 3 rolls out, you can just get on the phone and say, this is Kirkstein. Make it happen. Yep, that, that's exactly what's going to... That, that My name holds clout in China. Nice. <laughs> that's what we're going for, man. Clout in China. That's like the title of the Sky album you put out in the 90s, isn't it? <laughs> but do you have a spicy chicken dish named after you? That's that's the real status symbol over there. <laughs> oh. Not only do I have one, I've got three. Ooh. Whoa. How many, how many of them involve feet? Two. All right. So one of them is edible. Keep an eye out for Kirkstein's spicy chicken. Coming With soon feet. to Coming soon to Panda Express. Now with 100% less feet. Uh, Got to Americanize that cuisine. Uh, so I started with something else I had, but uh, you've, you got me so far off track, I, I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's okay. You've heard the program well, before, right? To be fair, I thought that was an important point to make. As, as, as someone who's backed a lot of these campaigns, again, I'm, I'm representing the consumer. Uh, as someone who's backed a lot of these campaigns and keeps getting these emails, it's like, that was my first question for you was, do you know what you're doing in China? And, and it, it's actually in the, you have to go all the way to the bottom of the campaign page, but it, you, you say, we are dealing with a reputable factory. And that, as, as a consumer, that will make me more inclined to back your Kickstarter. It was important to me, too, as well. Like, I wanted to make sure people knew that I'm not just taking your money and not producing stuff, because I want this stuff probably as bad as anyone else out there, and that's why I created it. Hasbro wasn't creating a base for us. You can kind of get the, the chain bases from the Gundam series, but those aren't real true bases. It's completely diaclone scale, no, it, it absolutely. You are absolutely filling a need that that folks have been clamoring for. That your real big ticket type collectors have been wanting for years and years and years and years. And you were the one who stepped up and is filling that need. So now it's time for for everybody out there to put their money where their mouth is. Pledge this Kickstarter, very makeable goal, uh, fifty thousand dollars. Uh, for something that's this modular, that that's that's great. That's a very makeable goal. We just got to get the word out. So head to Kickstarter, Complex Base Series Two, from Rage and Spoon. Make your pledge. Share with the world that you pledged. Share the project on your Twitter. Share the project on your Facebook page. Let's really get the word out there, because this is something that that people have been after, uh, and and Paul is is painstakingly gone and made it happen for the collecting community paul kirkstein it's been great to have you oh thanks mike we are having a contest for 
sharing our products. You can win some Series 1 pieces if you keep sharing our Kickstarter. There you go, Dave. That's a... Uh... Gets you from Moonraker base all the way up to Moonraker level two. Yeah, like Cobra Mountain. <laughs> two. Rake moon, moon, moon harder. Rake harder. I don't know. <laughs> like Moonraker base to Cobra Island, perhaps. I don't know. No. Uh, I don't know about that big, but you know, sure. <laughs> Dave Draper, thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, no thanks, worries. Thanks, Dave. It's nice, nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. And, of course, thanks to everybody else for joining us this afternoon. This is Special Edition 67 of What's on Joe Mind. I've been your host, Mike Irizarry. Have a great afternoon. Remember to get out, pledge the Complex Base Building System Series 2 on Kickstarter. You got 20 days. We got $50,000. We're one-third of the way there, and we need you. Thanks a lot. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave So that's just that's why uh, rambling. Sorry, just cut it off, Mike.
Nope, <laughs> it's all going in. Every bit of it, oh. all going in. 